ears and get ready to tune in. This man's going to be taking you through the universe. I'm going to be flying deep, deep, deep inside the stream of consciousness thoughts of myself. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 52 of Get Up Podcast, episode uh, 52, where I'm flexing every time I talk. Yeah, that, that's the sound that I make when I get attacked by, by an enemy in the video game RuneScape. In fact, I was hanging out in RuneScape many years ago trying to get the green armor, I think. I, I, I don't know. Like already, already these memories are very vague. And, and when, when, I, when I got the green armor, I knew that I could fight the dragon. And as soon as I went out into the wilderness, is this factual information? As soon as I went out into the wilderness, I seeked out the dragon inside the cave. And as soon as it attacked me, it hurt. I went, ugh. Ah, uh, 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 died, lost all of my armor. That's why, guys, if you're seeking green armor, how about just accept yourself for, for the skin that you're in, you know? What if, what if what we had on our bodies already was what we needed to fight the dragon? Say, the dragon is hiding in the lair. He thinks that an adventurer is going to come, you know, chock full of armor, chock full of weapons, things that are going to defeat him. What if I came armed with a banana, peanut butter, and some positive affirmations? What if I looked that dragon straight in the face and went, You are loved. You are a dragon. You, you, have, you have wings. You, you are a figment of my imagination. And then that's when the dragon goes, Ah! ah what? And then, and then the dragon just kind of disappears. Because that's how you can make anything in your mind disappear. Right, guys? This is, this is a, little, it's a little tutorial on mindfulness, right? It's, it's, a, it's a little story on, on how to take what you think and make it brighter, right? The dragon inside our minds, as soon as we remember that the dragon inside our mind is not actually real, the dragon disappears. Um, that is the best way to defeat them. Every time that they disappear... They cry. I'm going to run a little skit by you guys. Here's something I wrote. I'm thinking about making it into, into a little video form. You guys get a little, little bit of a sneak peek. Because anything can happen on this show. It's my show, okay? It's, it's my show. I can do whatever I want, okay? But so, so for this one, okay. <clears throat> Op open, as in we, 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 we begin. Open on a green screen where it appears as if we are in space. Stars flying. Suns shining. Darkness uh, remaining dark. There are, in front of us, a couple humans in costumes that look like planets. In fact, they are planets. What are they up to? They're playing basketball. Most of them, at least. There's a little bit of a basketball game going on in space. That's right, folks. Basketball can happen in space. So, a bunch of people in planet costumes are playing a basketball game. And, you know, maybe one or two other planets are off to the side doing their own things. Like, you know, maybe Uranus is... <laughs> maybe Uranus... Uh, maybe Uranus <clears throat> is bleeding. No, um, maybe Uranus is... <laughs> That's going to be a hard one to get past, folks. Maybe Uranus is off to the side rolling around on the ground. You know, maybe Mars is, is bouncing up and down on a pogo stick. Maybe Jupiter... Uh, maybe boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider and girls go to Mars to get more chocolate bars. Anyway, I digress. So 
little bit of a basketball game going on. Earth is the star player dunking, dunking on these hoops, looking fantastic while he's doing it, being, being, being cheered on by the, by the unseen power of the universe um, because Earth is special. And who do we see off to the side trying to play but really not being included? Man, it's Pluto. Pluto is not being included in the game. And man, he is getting really frustrated. Like he wants people to pass to him. He wants to take a shot. I bet you if the ball arrived in Pluto's hands, in, in, you know, in his hands, you know, the things that are at the end of the arms, appendages, there are lines, futures, you can tell on the hands. He has two hands, capable of telling futures, I guess. Um, he has two hands and he's reaching for the ball, wants help, wants, wants to join in the game. Earth is not including him. And then title card. I already forget what year this happened. 2009, I think. Pluto declared not a planet. So a little door opens up inside the universe and a little scientist man walks out. I guess he's got hooves. And he walks up to, to Pluto and goes, hello, uh, and whispers something in his ear, something something inaudible, but but you can hear the but what is implied is conversation. Um, not even conversation, but being told something. Um, and the scientist tells Pluto something and leads him out the door. I was going to say back out the door, but now I'm thinking like, maybe there's another door. Anyway, ideas are flowing, folks. Um, the scientist takes Pluto out the door and takes him into another plane of existence that's right the place of non-planets planetoids some may call them so what this looks like it is a different looking green screen a different looking quadrant of space could even be the surface of of the moon could be could be anything now 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 the gears are really turning um and the scientist leads Pluto into this room and there is a there's a little wooden sign like a Minecraft sign right kids can really relate to Minecraft these days so I'm gonna gonna translate this to you in Minecraft language um so there's a wooden sign you build it from wooden planks and sticks. Um, and on the wooden planks and sticks sign, it says planetoids, non-planets, things like that. And strewn about the floor, strewn about the floor, rocks. Probably fake rocks, but rocks is what I'm trying to say. And those are the non-planets, devoid of life. There is, there is an echo of, 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 of silence right the echo of silence is 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 more silence i think there is an there is an echoing overpowering silence in this place and and the scientist leads pluto into this room sits him down and pluto just sits with the non planets and he's like eh, so what do you guys do for fun around here and no one responds why the rocks so he is frustrated no one's responding to him and so one of the rocks that are arranged in a rock pile rock stacking inukshuk as we call it in canada um one of the one of the stacks of rocks he knocks it over in his frustration cut to black title card 2018 a past decade Pluto declared a planet once again or Pluto reinstated as a planet this is this is a, this is a little title card his little title card. Um, and Pluto is led back into the, the planetary space by the scientist. Um, the scientist gives him a little pat on the back, kind of like a sorry. Um, and it looks like Pluto's about to rejoin the game when all of a sudden, 
Pluto reveals from behind his large, round, bulbous body a planetoid in his hand. An asteroid, something something with, with malicious intent, like a dragon, right? Remember dragons? Um, and, and he takes the asteroid and throws it at Earth. Fucking beelines. He be- beelines that goddamn asteroid straight into the head or body or soul of Earth. And we cut to a massive explosion happening on Earth, probably some kind of stock footage, um, and then cut away from that back to the to the shot of all the planets earth falls down dead x's over his eyes or something um and then the title card appears billions are dead pluto turns to the camera and stares down it like so with murderous intent so that's an idea for a skit that i have it was really fun for me <laughs> make sure to comment rate and subscribe to um to to bring that to life using my words because every time that you think through an idea in a different format whether it's through through typing it out through through writing it through through anything through through speaking it like i have done so here under the pressure of the camera oh my goodness the the pressure of 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 the camera is really getting to me um when you when you when you test your ideas in these different formats, different ideas are going to come. Different different theories. The idea itself comes closer to being alive every time that you pass it through one of these lenses. Wow, guys, looks like we're doing a little creativity podcast. How's everyone doing today? What's up, James? Are you are you wandering the paddocks? Jay, are you listening on the audio version? Drop drop a comment on on the audio version if you're not. I don't know. You could be at work listening to this. You could be getting paid to listen to 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 such nonsense. What what's he even saying? Um, Brody, what's up? What are you what are you doing? Are you streaming right now? What's going on? Are you why are you listening to the podcast and streaming at the same time? Wes, what's going on? You and I should be skateboarding right now. I think that would be really fun. I'm actually supposed to go and train soon, um, but. I've decided to record the podcast instead, uh, but I will be going to this training session eventually um, because I am a free man. I'm a free man. I've done my six weeks of being the COVID cop and um, I've had all my days on set. I am officially a actor. I, I am I am a paid actor. I make the actor money. I do the acting things. I am so Fucking stoked to have crossed this 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 boundary, this step, this what seemed insurmountable uh, so far in the future has now become my present. So here I am, actor Josh, trying to realize how awesome everything is in its current state, trying to accept the details and realities of life, while at the same time improving my quality of life and therefore going for the goal of creating the ideal life for myself. Are you guys doing that? <sighs> You guys try you guys try to create the ultimate life for yourself. That is the pursuit of mankind and and womankind and people kind, folks, folk kind, the folkship, the fellowship of the ring. Which reminds me, Jovi giving me the best housemate present I have ever received. Um long ago. I was missing a copy of the Silmarillion had been given away, lost in the war. Um, I may have explained this already, but he gave me Unfinished Tales, which is the last Lord of the Rings book that I have not read yet. And holy fuck, I am excited to dig into that because dude, I guess I'm thinking about fantasy today because dragons are first and foremost in my head and in my ass because I have a dragon dildo up my butt. What? He just says 
anything he wants. It's his show. Someone explained to you through the ears. Um, yeah, I think that it's really good to, to, to read a little fantasy book here and there. Let the imagination run wild, you know? Let, let, let your eyes awaken on the inside. What's the last fiction book you read? <laughs> I haven't read since I was in grade school. Oh, wow, that's really good for you, man. Why don't you open a book and then, and then read the words, you know? Why don't, why, don't you, why don't you take a little trip? Oh, man, I don't have time to read, but I do have time to, to, to pick my nose and, 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 and call my family and let them know that I am running out of bananas. Man, if you got time to let your family know that you're running out of bananas, then you should really be joining me on this journey of literature. What's wrong with, 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 with opening up a book? Ah, it's boring. You know what's boring, my friend? You know what's boring? Uh, being a mosquito. You know what's boring? Uh, driving a dump truck. Yeah? You, you, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's actually exciting to drive a dump truck. I don't know. But you know, you know, you know what's boring? Going to a calendar store. What's exciting about a calendar store? Actually, who the fuck is opening up a calendar store these days? That's what makes me wonder about the current state of affairs in the world, folks. Like, when, when you see a store, like, um, um, exclusively organically sourced wool, and, and you know that nobody's walking into that store. Sorry if you run one of those stores and you're listening. In fact, if you are one of those people that run the organically sourced wool stores, or, or a or a Christian paraphernalia store, or one of the 17,000 wedding dress stores that I never see anyone walking into. How do these places exist? What's daily life like inside those places? What if, what if I ran my own wedding dress shop? How does that go? That's a big moment for a lot of people, getting that wedding dress, you know, get, getting that, getting that, it, it's my time. It's, it's my wedding. I'll do what I want. You get to facilitate the good times. How would I facilitate a good time? Well, okay. So first off, the entire shop is situated uh, in a circular formation. Even if the building is rectangular, I have closed off each of the corners to make the uh, establishment that I work out of circular. Everything in the shop is circular except for the wedding dresses, which makes them pop to the eyes. So the people walk in and oh, what's in front of you? a hot tub that's built into the floor. So you're going to start off by relaxing with me. So you step into the door and you, ah, you fall into the hot tub and you go, ah, what the fuck, man? What's going on? And I go, hey, man. Hey, um, hey, person who's, who's shopping for a wedding dress. Anyone? Hey, welcome. You, it seems like you fell into the hot tub. Should have watched your step. There's a little step there, um, and there is stairs going down, but they're on the other side. I like when people fall into the hot tub first. So I open up with a little apology. <clears throat> I'm sorry that you fell in to my hot tub. I cannot guarantee that you will not drown. It's a deep hot tub. This is this is like, like a five-meter deep hot tub. Um, what I can guarantee is that if you dive deeply enough inside the hot tub, you will drown. Um, what I can guarantee is once you dry yourself off, I'm going to hand you a cranberry juice and I'm going to take you through a guided Wim Hof meditation as I've been practicing. Um, we're going to try and build your breath hold to about three minutes so that we can be kind of on the same level um, of existence. Uh, and then we're going to take a look through some wedding dresses, right? That's going to be some fun, right? Everyone snap your fingers. 
and then no one snaps the fingers, they turn around and leave. So that's why I'm not running a wedding dress shop. Um, first off, because it's incredibly inefficient to have a circular formation for a wedding dress shop. Like, I don't know what I was thinking with that. A hot tub in the floor, no one's going to want to be in there. Uh, and, and and cranberry juice, really? You're trying to increase your sexual libido? Hey, that's some some rumor I heard is that your, your, your sex drive goes goes through the roof when you have cranberry juice. Um, and I also heard that it it makes your skeets taste real good if you have pineapple or, or pineapple juice. What is the main component that makes it taste good? Is it the pineapple itself? Is it the fibers from the pineapple? Will I achieve the same effect from drinking pineapple juice? These are questions that I have on my mind. Another question why do bugs have so many legs, right? We, as humans, two legs, two arms, right? Bipedal existence. Now imagine this. What if bugs started walking on two legs? Is that terrifying? What if, what, 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 what if, what if bugs developed intelligence? What if they said, hey man, I really wish you wouldn't have stepped on my cousin. You know, what, what, if, what if tomorrow someone knocks on your door and says, Hey man, I, I'm a bug, but I, I've achieved uh, sentient uh, thought processes. I, I am your new neighbor and, and I will not, not be paying rent. That's what bugs me about rats. It's the same situation. Not, not that they have too many legs. I hope you guys are following me on this chain of thought. Um, if not, I'm going to let you in right here. Um, I am very bothered by rats. Why? Because I watched the Morgan Spurlock documentary on how pervasive rats are in modern day society. Terrifying. I found out that they can crawl up through the pipes in your New York apartment where I live inside my head. And, and they can crawl through the pipes of water without breathing or whatever. I don't know. Maybe the, the, there's not always water running in the pipes, I guess, now that I'm, I'm thinking this through. Um, yeah, okay, this is making more sense now. The, the pipes are full of air. So, the, the, uh, the, the rat crawls through the pipes, up through the toilet, comes out, and, and, and eats your food that's sitting on the counter. Why? They're rats, right? That's what they do. But I'm bothered by rats because they don't pay rent, right? They don't contribute in any sense. There's just many of them existing in groups. There are places where there are so many rats, they make the bushes shake in Vancouver. I, I come from Calgary, and in Calgary, uh, actually Alberta in general, which is the province that Calgary is situated inside of, a little bit of geography for you. Um, little fun fact, Alberta is one of the only places in the world where Rats are not known to exist, or they are known to not exist. I don't. What? what, what what's the proper phrasing for that? Uh, yeah, it is the only place in the world, or other than Antarctica and maybe like one other place where there's there ain't any rats. Um, and now that I've moved to Vancouver, I've been here for a few years now, uh, and I watched the Morgan Spurlock documentary. I am far too aware of the existence of rats. Man, I wish that was something. I, I wish I never watched that documentary. I wish I, I wish that the only fact I knew about rats was that if they crawl inside of your chef hat and pull on your hair, you become a master chef. That's what Ratatouille taught me. Disney educating me on what is truly important. Morgan Spurlock and his rat documentary feeding me information I don't need to know. 
I didn't need to do that. In fact, I was actively discouraged from watching the documentary and I watched it. I watched it anyway. I shouldn't have. I really wish I didn't because I think about it a lot. So in Vancouver, um, in certain places, there, there are bushes that shake from the sheer amount of rats that are inside of them. And now when I go past any thicket, any, any verdant green area, all I can do is think about how many rats are inside of each bush. How could I ever be a forest dweller? How could I ever, you know, shed all of my, my humanly belongings and, and, and just buy a tent and live in the forest when I know how many rats are inside there, right? What if a rat crawls into my ass or mouth while I'm sleeping? I don't want that. That's not an existence I like. But knowing that's a possibility makes me not want to sell everything I have and live in the forest. In fact, life is pretty good right now. I'm doing okay where I'm at. I'm, I'm enjoying things. The next step in human evolution is to grow an extra pair of legs. So I'm going to leave you guys with that thought. I chewed my finger a little bit. I'm going to be late for this training session, so I should leave now. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, James. Hope you are enjoying wandering and listening to this. I'm um, going to check the comments on the recent episode and see if anyone else um, commented. I don't think so, but... James, you commented three times, so I'm going to respond to each one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. Uh, oh, no, Jovi. Poor Van. Yeah, that was a traumatic event when we crashed or when when Jovi crashed the van. Um, has not been able to drive the van since. And in fact, when I drive any car with him, he seems a little bit more nervous. So um, hoping that eventually that that event and that trauma will leave him and hoping that Jovi has a good time and a good life moving forward. Um, congrats on the job. Thank you. Holy crap. Long time, uh, the long time goal of being a paid actor as my job. And this is the first step. I'm so excited to see what comes next. Maybe a, a Netflix lead, maybe a lead, a lead role on, on a Crave TV series, a Hulu plus, uh, uh, a YouTube premium original, anything. Honestly, just like, let me act and, and, and make money from it because I think it's going to make me have a good life. And James finally says, Working in the paddocks today, so not wandering too far. Thoroughly enjoyed this one being longer. Got much work done. Well, maybe I'll come back later on today and record a second half while high once again. And, and I will lead you through these thoughts. But for now, I got to go leave and train. Um, maybe th this episode ends here. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, I, I guess I'll just leave everything set up and then I'll, I'll come back and do things. So, yeah. Uh, it could end here. It could not. You are now thinking a thought. What if everything you ever did was fiddlesticks? Think about that. Travel into that thought. Welcome to the swamp of the mind. <laughs> Welcome to episode 53. The swamp. Inside the swamp, we're, we're encountering trenches. We're looking through the muck, through the mire, trying to get through all the way to the other side of the swamp. I'm trying to get to the other side of the swamp, man. Can you help me across with your boat? 
We don't usually lend out our boats in the swamp. Oh, shit, dude. I just... I was just wondering if, if, if just once you would do that. No. We don't want to help today. What about tomorrow? Or any day. All right. You're good. You're going to have to swim across the swamp. I'll do that. And then he swims across the swamp. <laughs> all right, everyone traveled all the way through the swamp. <laughs> I guess we're still going with this thought. All the way through the swamp. The swamp. He is now swimming across the swamp. Is this weird ASMR? I don't know. He's <laughs> This is the crazy one. I warned you guys on the last episode that this may happen. I inhaled an entire roach. Ah. Back of the throat. Ah. Ah. And if anyone was around, they would have asked me, hey dude, what's going wrong? I'd go, ah. ah. I inhaled the roach, and they would go, <laughs> fuck, that's what just happened to me. And you might just be wondering right now what's happening to you. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what's happening to me. I'm like, man, what's what's happening to me right now? And And then everything that's happening is like, we are it. A deep thought to travel down. Let me save you from that thought. Hello. Were you lost? I was. <laughs> I felt like a lost child. Have you ever been lost? Ever been a lost child? <laughs> I've been a lost child once, I think. Just being like, hmm. No, I don't. I don't recognize here. <laughs> ever felt like that? Just like in the world. And then you're like, hmm. I don't know where I am. And I don't know how I got here. And I guess I got to figure out how to get where I'm going. Hmm. Ever been lost while traveling? That's kind of what it feels like to be a lost child. But you kind of have an ability to figure things out. I've never been, I've never been like lost beyond all hope, though. <laughs> I've never just been like, oh, yeah, I don't. Mm, I really don't recognize anywhere. Uh, I don't speak the language. I don't I don't know where to where to go. Never happened to me. Travel has been a lucid experience. <laughs> I have always one way or another found my way back to the hotel where anything can happen. Whoa. What does that mean? Wow, oh man. When I'm at a hotel, I just feel like I can like be around. All right. So that that was a weird way of answering that. Yeah, just like ah, just really enjoy it. Th thank you very much for your time, man. That was the thought spa, <laughs> where our eyes. <laughs> Let me start that sentence again. <laughs> we are in the thought spa now. This is a tongue twister, folks. We are in the thought spa. What is that? Well, it's a place where you take your thoughts inside your head. To relax, you know, a little little hot tub, 
our thoughts embody human beings or are shaped similarly to them. <laughs> and they just go in to the hot tub, the thought spa. That's what's going on with our minds right now. It doesn't have to make sense. I don't I don't know if it makes sense. I what if we were traveling right now, man? I can take you in all directions because I know the area. The territory the territory. <laughs> the territoraria. I know the tale of Terraria. He is a good guy. That's his username on Xbox Live. I'd say, hey man, tell it Terraria. <laughs> hey, tell it Terraria, you're my friend. And Tale of Terraria would go, this doesn't make much sense. Whoa. A thought that doesn't make much sense. Think about it. Did you think a thought that didn't make much sense? I know it's a hard thing to do. Real tough thing. Real tough thing to do. Try and think of... Try and think two cats. Okay? Now, think of two cats tap dancing. Okay, that's kind of strange. Kind of strange. Now, um, try and think of, like, two cats tap dancing, but, like, one's leg, like, goes around and around. <laughs> That's a way of thinking a thought that doesn't make sense. Let me think of another thought that doesn't make sense. Devil level <laughs> of disheveled. The devil is a level of disheveled. <laughs> hmm. Hell. It's <laughs> my impression of a Devil, <laughs> the devil, being on the devil level, getting disheveled. <laughs> Whoa, brought that one around. It doesn't have to make sense. That's what I told myself for this episode. Could say any combination of words, take you around and around. A little thought loop, you know. It is just me speaking to a camera. Sometimes I'm fast, sometimes I'm slow. But any time is a good time. Any time. Now is a great time. You can think that way. You can be any way you want. For me, the person I choose to be is one that moves his shoulders. I choose to move my shoulders any way I want. <laughs> is it weird that I'm just like looking in the camera? I choose to like make my shoulders move sometimes i make my shoulders move and people ask me if i'm a taekwondo master i'll be just like walking around in public like mm, really living my day and then someone would look over and go like wow are you a taekwondo master and i would go oh no i'm just keeping my shoulders moving and they would go oh so i can do that too and i'm like yeah, actually, uh, I am your sensei. <laughs> Two minds meet. Two people who wish to exist in a similar way, where the shoulders are moving around and around. You could even shrug your shoulders while you're watching this. <laughs> it feels great. Whoa. 
put myself in the present moment to keep my body moving, stretching. Definitely going to stretch after this episode. I can even stretch while I'm doing the episode. That's how complicated this can be. The show, it can be any level of like complicated. We can like make you do a lot of things. Tough things. You know, a little stretch. A little stretch, a little stretch. Gonna keep a little stretch. Stretch the other shoulder. Oh, that feels nice. Are you stretching along with this? Is that what's going on here? Anybody? Can you hear me? Just kidding. It's just me speaking <laughs> to you. Is it strange? Is this podcast a strange experience for you? I understand if you feel that way. What I can say is that, hey, man, life's a little strange. <laughs> what I can say, man, life can be a little strange. Yeah, he's right. I do feel great now, now that I've stretched. It always feels weird when you can take in a little bit more breath in your lungs. You ever get that? You ever just like have your pants on too tight? You just unzip them a little and you're like, whoa, I can breathe so much better now. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. If your shirt is long enough to cover it, I feel like maybe it's a good way to access a little bit more breath. If you've eaten too much pizza, for example, you know, you underestimated the size of your waist for the day. I wonder if our bodies permanently expand when we eat. Or is it just momentary? Try and think a long thought if you can. Okay. Try to think a long thought. Okay, we're going to go on a pirate ship. A pirate ship. Everyone get inside the pirate ship. <laughs> Everybody get inside the pirate ship. It's like some, this sounds like some pirate just getting an entire club to get on the pirate ship. Everybody, me mateys, get on the party ship. The pirate ship. It can be a little crazy being on the pirate ship. There are people on there. Who will watch me break dance? They can watch me bust a move. If you're on a pirate ship, a pirate ship party, post-COVID or pre-COVID, like post-vaccination, <laughs> speaking through moving your body. Do you ever just like move your body and speak at the same time? Whoa. They say he's lost his mind. I just think I'm moving in shapes. Is this comedy? Is this a podcast? It's definitely a podcast. <laughs> it's definitely a little time to drink a little water. Have a little water break. Feels a little late in the day. Feels a little late in the day. <laughs> 
He's been doing a lot of things today. This one will be the short one. <laughs> what? What's going on? This is going to be a short podcast episode. I think I'll end it here, actually. So thank you for hanging out with me on this little journey. Maybe I'll even just insert it into episode 52. This could be 52 part two, the high part. Yeah, call it that. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. James J. Ravioli, Wes, my homies. What is up? Thanks for tuning in. If you did, drop a comment, a like, a subscribe. My little cowboy folk. Talk to you later. All right. Enjoy your life. Get up.